You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. Uh, If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 28. Uh, I'd ask you, I know, if you would please stand if you're able, if you're able for the reading of the Word of God. Um, the title, I, I always title uh, every message, and the title is No, Not One. And uh, at the end of the message, I'll explain to you where the title came from and what it means. Um, I pray today that you open your hearts. Uh, I feel like uh, I shared at a funeral yesterday, and I'm the mailman, and I'm just delivering the mail, and the mail will do no good unless you open it up. So I pray you open up your heart and receive what God would have for you and your family today. Uh, as Pastor Mike was saying, what he did for another, he'll do for you. And uh, I, I'm so uh, overwhelmed. I, I told my wife, I, I looked down the row there and some of the uh, young, young people that's had some serious issues was standing there worshiping God. And I looked across the platform and some of the people that was singing has had some serious issues. And uh, uh, what, what he did for them, Pastor Micah, he can do for everybody in this room. And so uh, open up your hearts today and receive what God has for you. So again, the title is No, Not One. In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 28, I want to read verses 1 through 10. I'm reading a little bit more than normal, but uh, bear with me. The end of the Sabbath, um, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Verse five, and the angel answered and said unto the women, fear not ye, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come, see the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee and there shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them. Can I stop there for a second? Jesus can meet you right here this morning. Can somebody say amen? Amen. No matter what's going on in your life, the good news is Jesus Christ can meet you right where you're at here today. So as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, all hell. And they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Verse 10, then said Jesus unto them, be not afraid, go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there shall they see me. 
Pastor Aaron, have Miss Mary bless the reading of the word of God, please. Father, first and foremost this morning, I just want to thank you for your son, Jesus. Yes, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you paid the price mm -hmm. for each and every one that's here this morning. Lord, we've not sunk too low in our sin that that's you can't right. reach down and pull us that's out. Right. You're right. faithful this morning, and I just thank you for your presence. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, you're so holy. That's all I got to say this morning that's is right. how holy you are yes. and your love. God, we could never comprehend the love that you shed for us. I thank you for the blood this morning that covers every sin. I just ask you this morning, Lord, as this word goes forth, I pray, God, that every heart would be touched. I pray, God, this morning, minister to each individual, Lord, right where they're at today. I pray, God, that you'll stop by and visit that one that's brokenhearted this morning, the one, oh God, that sees no way out, I pray, God, that's you'll right. visit them this morning. Mm -hmm. God, I just thank you for your faithfulness again, and I ask, God, your presence to rest upon my pastor this morning as he breaks the word. I pray, God, that it will light upon hearts. God, that the Holy Spirit would minister as only you can do. Save souls here today. That's what you came for. That's what you bled and died for, was to make the way that we could have life eternal one day with you. And we'll not fail to praise you and lift you high on this resurrection day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Go ahead and give God a great hand clap. Amen. Easter. Easter is a, a national holiday here in the United States and each holiday has a message. Uh, before I got frustrated and took the TV cable out of our house, uh, I used to watch the news all the time and it wasn't good for my blood pressure. And uh, can anybody say amen? And uh, I used to watch uh, Waters World. It was on Fox News. <clears throat> I just thought I'd throw that out there. And uh, Waters World, he would go out in the community and he would ask people what a holiday meant. And some of the answers was unbelievable. They didn't have no clue uh, what the 4th of July or, or Christmas or Easter. The majority of the people had no idea. But in every holiday, there is a message. Uh, and you don't want to miss that message. Uh, here in the United States, the July 4th, it's what we celebrate our nation's uh, independence uh, from the British Empire. Uh, the message of Memorial Day. Uh, there's a message there. It's the death of the patriotic men and women who have died for our country. And let's put our hands together and recognize that. And thank God still in America that we have the flag and we have men and women that will defend us. We're not ashamed of that. Am I right? Huh? Let's thank every man and woman. Thank you, Lord. The, the Mother's Day, uh, I, I started to say Mother, Mother Day. Mother's Day has a message. Father's Day has a message. With my mother and father both going to be with the Lord, 
I would encourage you that have a mother or a father or blessed to have both of them, don't take it for granted and don't miss the message. Mother's Day is about mom. Father's Day is about dad. There's a holiday that we serve, Christmas. The world would tell you that the message is Santa Claus and buying and receiving gifts and I'm not against any of that. But don't miss the message of Christmas either. It's the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Two days ago, there was a holiday called Good Friday. Don't miss the message of Good Friday. Good Friday is the death of Christ for our sins. We just sang about the blood of Jesus and what can wash away our sins. The message of the cross is written in the blood of Jesus Christ. There is no other way to heaven, no other way to the Father, except through the blood of Jesus Christ. He is the spotless lamb of God and he is worthy to be praised. Give him another hand clap and a shout of praise. The sacrificial death of Christ at Calvary without question is the greatest demonstration of the love of God for mankind. And you may be here this morning and you may be in a dark place in your life and you may feel like that nobody loves you, but I'm here to tell you that there is somebody that loves you greater than you can ever imagine and his name is Jesus and he died on the cross that you could have life and you could have it for everlasting and you could have life and have it eternal and you can have it with abundance. His name is Jesus and we celebrate his resurrection today. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. So what about the message of the holiday that we celebrate today, Easter? Is it the Easter Bunny? I forgot we had the kids in here today. Is it all about the Easter candy? Huh? You think the kids don't pay attention? Is it all about the Easter dinner that I'm going to gain about three or four pounds, I promise you. Anybody going to eat real healthy today? The rest of you lying. Is it about the Easter clothes? I changed clothes from earlier. Uh, I had a jacket on. I, I just felt like I looked like an Easter egg wrapped up in, in flesh. And so I just felt a little weird. I went and changed. It's not about, it's not about the Easter money. I, I pray that Easter money came to every kid's house it's, it's not all about the Easter candy. I got to get myself out of that trouble mess right there. It's not all about the clothes and the dinner. Uh, the message is in our text that I read today. And I'm not going to read it again, but there are four words in this text which sum up the message of Easter. And if you was paying attention, I got a little louder on each time I read those four words. And those four words are come... See, go, tell. Those four words are imperatives. They are commands. So before we look at that first word, come, let's go backwards as kind of like a backdrop of what's going on. Jesus was dead. He had been betrayed by Judas, forsaken by his disciples. 
denied by Peter, tried by the Sanhedrin, condemned to die by Pontius Pilate, and crucified at Calvary, buried in a tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. And on the Easter morning, the first Easter morning, women came to the tomb concerned that they would not be able to get in that tomb. Mark records in chapter 16, verse three, and they said among themselves, who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? But when they arrived, they were in surprise, man, I mean, I kind of, when I read that, I kind of thought of Gomer Pyle. Some of you uh, remember, surprise, surprise, surprise. Anybody in the house remember that? Yeah. Young people ain't got a clue, right? So in Matthew 28 and two, and behold, there was a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. Tragically, the Lord had been put to death by the hands of men tragically, but gloriously he was being raised from the dead by the power of God. And that same power of God raised me from the dead. That same power of God, each one of you that was living in sin and you humbled yourself and you came through the blood of Jesus and asked God to forgive you, that same power that resurrected Jesus from the grave, put your name in heaven in the Lamb's book of life and put your feet on the rock. You ought to give God a hand clap and a shout of praise for the resurrection power that raised Jesus but also raised you up. Anybody thankful that God has raised you up? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! When the women arrived, they were told not to fear. In Matthew 28 and 5, and the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. Verse 6, he is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come. The angel said, come and see the place where the Lord lay. Come. This was an invitation often given throughout the scriptures. God used this same invitation when the ark was built by Noah as a picture of coming to him for protection and salvation. Noah built the ark, people mocked Noah, laughed at him, said, oh, it's never even rain. But Noah was faithful and obedient to God. We preach that Jesus is coming back and people mock and laugh. We encourage people to get their lives right with God and people mock. We say, come into the ark of salvation cause Jesus is coming and people say, well, where is he? You've been preaching that same message for over 2000 years. He is not one that will lie. You had better accept the invitation cause you don't know what today, let alone tomorrow, will bring in your life. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. 
come. He invited the children of Israel to come up out of Egypt, which is symbolic of sin. The same invitation is given a crowd this size. There is people here today without question that your heart is not right with God. And you are being presented with an invitation from the Lord God Almighty using me as a vessel to come uh, into the kingdom of God. Uh, come this morning, accept that. Don't despise him. Don't reject him. Open up your heart and come in. Later, he invited the same people that he invited to come out of Israel to come into the promised land. You know what? When I get to heaven, it's going to be a great place, but I believe I entered into the promised land the very day that I knelt down and asked God to come into my life. Amen? I don't have to wait to get to heaven to have a little bit of heaven. Do you hear me? So listen, he gives great invitations to come. Isaiah chapter 55. Everyone that thirsteth, Come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight in itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. It is an invitation to receive the blessings of God. Ever since the day that I knelt down and asked God to forgive me of my sin, it's been blessing after blessing. I can remember sitting on the bar stool and the Holy Spirit speaking to me and I didn't want to surrender. I thought to myself, I'm having such fun and I don't want to give up having fun. Can I tell you, I've never had more fun than since the very moment I knelt down and asked God to come into my life and God has used me and I've walked in the blessings of God. What the world has to to offer you is not fun, but what God has to offer you is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Money can't buy it. Money can't buy it. I'll say it again. Money can't buy it. So you, God's telling us, you don't have to have anything. Just come to me and you will walk in the blessings of life. So Jesus made this great invitation. Listen to what he says in Matthew 11 and 28. He says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Very simple. Christ will give you peace. He will give you rest. Do you hear me? Jesus says, come unto me. Come. So the second word is see. And there is a difference between the words look and see. Boy, I pray you get this. The angel said, see. To look, I can look at something and not grasp it. In the Greek, the word see means to grasp it. You ever have someone try to explain something to you and you just don't get it and all of a sudden you say, oh, I see it. I see it. 
So my prayer has been that you don't come in here today and look, but you come in here and see and you grasp what we're preaching and what we're singing about, that you just won't look and see the, the great uh, graphics and the, and the lights and, and, and how good I look in my suit. But you'll see, <laughs> you'll grasp, you'll understand that God stepped down, became a man and died on a cross and took my sin and your sin. You will not look, but you will see and you will understand what the world has to offer you is not what God wants to give you. God wants to give you fullness. God wants to give you peace. God wants to give you joy. God wants to give you health. God wants to give you a clear mind, not anxiety, not depression. I want you to look inside the tomb and see see and grasp that he is not there, that he's seated at the right hand side of the Father and heaven belongs to you and I. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! I believe that's what the angel wanted. He wanted the women to see, to grasp, to understand, to comprehend. This is just not a day that we get together once a year and say, hey, I went to church. I want you to see. God wants us to see that Christ is risen from the dead and is alive forevermore. I don't need a preacher to tell me he's alive. His spirit is in me and I know it. Do you hear me? God wants to place our faith. He wants us to place our faith in him and him alone. I ask you this question, and, and I'm not closing. Is your heart right with God? I did two funerals this week. I did his family's 30-year-old son sitting on the second row. I did my oldest boy's grandmother underneath a tent yesterday with about 50 people. And I was a nervous wreck because I was a fish out of water. But I had prayed through the night and the Holy Spirit would comfort and would help. And people, I truly believe they didn't look. I believe they seen. How about you today? You say, how do I, how do, I do it, Pastor? Romans 10 and 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I have changed my thought process. As a younger man, I thought you just had to be perfect. You had to give up and quit everything and completely turn around. And that is repentance. But I'm mature enough now to say it's a process. Yeah. And it don't always happen overnight. Some people it does. But in my mind for the last two weeks, I've heard this over and over and over in my mind. The apostle Paul that wrote two thirds of the New Testament, he said, I know the things to do and I don't do them. And I know the things not to do, and I still do them. That tells me, Mary, that Paul had some struggles. And I'm standing in a room full of people that are sinners in need of a Savior. And for the grace of God, we'd all be lost. 
So don't let the religious elite and the religious long-nosed world tell you what you got to do. I'm telling you that if thou shalt confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you'll give your life to God, God will clean your life up. Has God cleaned anybody up in this house? Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, quit trying to clean me up. Look at your other neighbor. Say, neighbor, God's doing it all right. Somebody give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Come, see, the next word is go. Jesus did not intend for anyone to stand at the empty tomb for the rest of their life, celebrating that he was gone. After we see, we begin to trust in Christ, we are to go. You say, well, where are we to go? 2 Peter 3 and 18 says, we ought to go learn more about him, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Once you come, once you see, then you gotta go, you gotta do something. You go to him in prayer, John 14. If you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. And I'm speaking to my, our live stream audience and I thank God for our live stream. But the Bible said, I don't say it, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together in the house of the Lord, even greater so as you see that day approaching. Iron sharpens iron. We need to fellowship with each other. Do you hear me? We need to be in God's house if we're able to. If you believe it or even if you don't, act like you do and give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Somebody say go. We are to go to a lost and dying world. Acts chapter one, verse eight said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. Yeah. Number four is tell. The women were supposed to go and tell the disciples of the resurrection. It's our job to tell others what great things the Lord has done for us. I don't continue to tell you about how he healed me two years ago for nothing. That's my testimony. I got to tell you about the goodness of the Lord. I was sitting in my office, uh, uh, excuse me, I was laying in my office this morning praying and my mind went back to when I was driving at 16 and I was in a yellow Firebird and a guy in a red Trans Am hit me head on at Enterprise Dip, totaled both cars. Uh, the, the cars were absolutely destroyed, but by the grace of God and the prayers of a mom and dad and the hand of God because God had a plan for my life and the devil tried to take me out numerous times. I hit Rick and Darlene head on on the Gypsy Bridge. I was 16 years old. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't get in a car with him because he'll kill you. <laughs> trying to tell you my testimony that God's had his hand upon me and what he's done for another, he'll do it for you. Do you hear me? God is good and God is faithful. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. 
We're supposed to go and tell. Psalms 107 and two, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. God has rescued me, I can tell you time and time again. So the title, and you need, to, you need to listen to me. I went to bed Tuesday evening, I had no title. I woke up somewhere two or three in the morning on Wednesday. My eyes opened up and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. Wasn't an audible voice, no, not one. I said, Lord, I don't know what you mean, no, not one. I couldn't go back to sleep, it just kept coming. If I was to walk over on this side of the room, give me a microphone, somebody. I'm not gonna use it, but an illustration. And I say to you, anyone on this side, when you gave your life to Christ, if you can stand and testify that he ruined your life, I'll give you this microphone. Anybody over here? could say when you gave your life to Christ, he's destroyed your life. No, not one. How about, hold on, this row right here, come back through. If Jesus ruined your life, stand up and tell us. No, not one. Right down the old gum barrel straight center right here. Any of you, when you left your old world behind and maybe a few friends, did Jesus Christ derail you and destroy your life? Stand up, I'll give you the mic. No, not one, I ain't gonna quit. How about you holy rollers over here? Anybody on this row can stand up and warn everybody, don't give your life to Jesus cause he messed mine up. Anybody? No, not one. Last but not least, how about you folk? Anybody, anybody want a microphone? Has he messed your life up? No, not one. You know what? There's probably 11, 1,200 people here maybe, I don't know. Not one. Let's go back a little further. I've been a Christian now over 40 years. Never, George Ann, did I hear anybody say, Jesus messed my life up. Let's go back to the cross and then come forward over 2,000 years, never been a person, no, not one ever stand up and say, I wish I hadn't quit this or I would because he just messed my life up. Every life that Jesus touches, he lifts, he blesses. Now, if you're in a room today this size and nobody can testify and say, he messed me up and you don't know him and you leave today, not knowing him, you're not real smart. <laughs> now let me go another direction. Has there ever been a time Jesus, seated at the right hand side of the Father, gets up 
and looks down and says, look at that drug addict. I wish I'd have never died for him. No, not one. Never been a time look down and say, look at that angry, that grumpy, angry, ungrateful. I wish I'd have never died for him. No, not one. I can go on and on. Stand with me. I was in this room yesterday, David Hudson and I. And David was telling me about some people that's so intelligent, they have no common sense. He wasn't talking about me, all right? <laughs> and he said, they always want to question if God is real. And, well, what if you get to the end and you die? They said, David, what if you get to the end and you die and there's no heaven? David said, well, if I get to the end and I've lived according to this book and I've treated people right and I've loved people and I've done everything and, and there is no heaven, then I've still lived a good life. Amen. So what do you and I got to lose? I'm not saying that there's, because I know that I know that I know what's waiting, but I want you to come with us. I've just seen you. I'm praying for you. I'm glad you're here. God loves you. You hear me? God loves you. This is not a fire drill. They're coming back to the stage. All right. Now I want to ask a hand show. How many has Jesus lifted since you've, you've given your life to him? Huh? Come on, not half mask. Huh? Double blessing, both hands. Triple blessing. All right. Amen. Let's thank him for that. Can we do that? Every head bowed and every eye closed. God loves you. Jesus died that you could have life. Pastor Kerry read scriptures where they despised him, they denied him, they rejected him. And they didn't know, but you and I fully know today. Right where you're at, with Christ, your better days are ahead of you, I promise you. Will there still be struggles in your life? Absolutely. But you will walk with boldness because Christ lives within you. You will walk with a peace you will walk in the middle of a storm with joy. It's unexplainable. And the only way to have it is to ask Christ into your life. And I'm so thankful that I did. Right where you're at this morning, I'm not going to come to you. I'm not going to single you out. I'm not going to ask you to come down front. I'm going to ask you, though, to lift your hand toward heaven. If you'd like to give your life to Jesus, you'd like to ask Christ into your heart, you'd like to accept him as your personal savior, slip your hand as high as you can right now. Would you do that quickly? Slip your hand high. Slip your hand high. Somebody this morning, slip your hand high this morning. I see that. I see your hand. Thank you. 
Somebody else, somebody else, somebody else. Don't leave, don't leave, don't leave undone. Give your life to him, somebody else. Somebody else, I see that hand, thank you. Somebody else this morning. I don't wanna rush it. Let's tarry for a moment. Let the Lord speak to you. If he's drawing you, if he's touching you, raise your hand high. I see that. Thank you. I see your hand, sir. Thank you. That's right. Hugging. Hugging. Yes. Yes. Somebody else. He's knocking at your door. Let him in. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. If you lifted your hand, it tells me you're lifting your heart. So open up your mouth now and pray it out loud. Don't be ashamed. Say, Lord Jesus, today I call upon your name. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me, to cleanse me, and I repent of my sins. From this day forward, I'll do my best to live my life for you. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, I want to welcome you to the family of God. Listen, you came, you seen, but now you got to go. You got to go to him and study. You got to go to him in prayer. Come on, go ahead. We welcome you to the greatest family, the family of God. Thank God for souls being saved. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 